So Noah, what are you looking forward to? This. Welcome back to the Competing Biblically podcast. Uh, Nick and Seth with you again with another guest today, someone we're excited to talk to. Noah. Um, And it's been, I know we've heard now from Cam and Tag, and it's been a blessing. It's Mm -hmm. been exciting to hear from them, how God has shaped and used them, and and to look forward to what's down the road for them. And then um, today we're excited to do that again with, with Noah, so we'll introduce him to you guys in a second. And yeah, so Noah will be our third guest for this month. So throughout the month of February, we have been interviewing, asking some people who have been walking through this, how it's changed, how it's affected them and their walk with the Lord and their life in sport with the integration of sport and faith. So we're excited to hear from Noah. And these most of these people have been a part of what we've been doing and part of the podcast and part of the calls. So the big first Monday evening in March is the launch of a new phase mm-hmm. of our call. And um, we'd love to have you on as we start something new. We go through these teaching videos that we've put together and that you can use with others. So I think it'd be a great place to see those, to talk and discuss, and then be able to do it with others. So those calls are the first and third Monday of each month. Register down below if you'd like to be a part. And um, we'd love to have you. Yeah, another thing that would help us if you would mind wouldn't mind um, on whatever platform you listen to, liking and reviewing the podcast. It helps people like Tag, uh, who we're not in relationship with yet, hear about the podcast, jump in, listen, and experience competing mm-hmm. biblically. Um, man, it is my honor today to have to welcome Noah Given to the basement. Welcome to the Competing Biblically Basement podcast, brought to you by Delaware FCA and Mid-Atlantic <laughs> Ministry <laughs> Advancement. Uh, I've known Noah for a long time. Uh, I remember when Coach P came to me for the first time and was like, hey, there is this baby-faced big kid who plays football and lacrosse that I'm inviting to come to FCA, and you've got to meet him. Uh, and remember coming to your high school, meeting you and Nico and the Apo FCA crew, which was awesome. Uh, and then seeing you grow over the years. Noah was a, a Delaware FCA intern um, back in 2018. So was it for one? Yeah, with, with cakes. cakes. He yeah. plays plays lacrosse with cakes. Um, and yeah, was an intern for one summer in 2018 and a half intern. For, for, for <laughs> the summer, the year before, and now, are you are you a captain of? Yes. Yeah. So yes. for two or three years, for, for a while. This will be my third year. Yeah. So he's third a, in third year as a captain. Helped to start the program at Wilmington University. Start their lacrosse program. Uh, is the goalie for the team, which is still weird, and we make fun of him for it. I don't understand lacrosse goalies, but we are thankful for you that you would stand there and let people hurl <laughs> hurl those hard objects at you with no pads or 
Uh, so God bless you. We love you. But it's been great to see Noah grow up. And we had a conversation a couple months ago. I didn't even realize you were listening to the podcast, um, but just how God has been using uh, using it and how God's been working in your life. And you are getting set to get married here in a little bit. Yes. Which yes, is, I am. Which May is, 15th. Let's go. May 15th is the big day. Amen. So let me give you one piece of advice before we get rolling, okay? <laughs> and I'm sharing this out of failing at it. So this podcast has actually been really helpful in my marriage. So I know you're nearing the end of your playing career. This is your last season. I know you're going to go into coaching and stuff, but all these principles and stuff that we've talked about in competing biblically translate really well over to being a sacrificial servant leader to your soon-to-be wife. And man, and your mother-in-law reminds me of it all the time, but what an incredible name that you were giving her, pun intended, Grace (laughs) Given. I mean, let's if we could throw a poll out there, maybe we'll throw it up on Instagram this week. Is there a better name than Grace Given to walk around with as your God-given name? That's really cool. But anyway, Noah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's it's been a huge instrumental part of my life in the past couple months um i just remember the first time hearing about it and thinking ah i don't really feel like listening to it you're you're probably (laughs) sick of sick of listening to me (laughs) chirp away at you all the time yeah i I was like i I don't really i'm reading right now like i'm reading the bible i'm doing other stuff i don't really need this isn't something else i need to do and i just remember being eventually just being completely i guess you could say like broken about sports and playing sports and like you know what i'll i'll give it a try and it was one of the most eye opening and helpful experiences that i think i've ever had most beneficial th- like thing that i've ever done like for my faith in general and and it was just even better because it helped apply to like the things that i love in sports yeah, could you could you describe a little bit? So I know that we were talking before we recorded. What did that um, What did that time look like? Kind of leading into the championship game, which we've talked about this championship game on the podcast. Yeah, but what did that, what did that <laughs> kind of re- look like going into that championship? Um, game? Where was your headspace at? Going into that game, I, I had probably one of the most self centered um, mindsets that ever. Um, I remember just the, the that season being a good. It was a great year up until that last quarter of the last like four or five games of the year, and I was only focusing on myself and what I could get out of each game for myself to get the recognition and just to see what I could get out of it. Um, which I don't know if that was an intentional thought that I had, but I like looking back on it that I knew that I know now that that's all I was thinking about. Um, but leading into that, that game, I, I, I was not even remotely close in the great mindset to be successful. Like I wanted to be, but even just to, to help my teammates or to glorify God in any way. Cause all I could think about was myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just remember going through, the whole summer because that was tech that that year last year was technically my senior year because of COVID and everything and I was able to thankfully I was able to get another another uh, year of eligibility and 
I initially was like, yep, I'm going to go back. And then the whole summer I was toying with the idea of like, do I go back? Like it was, I, I didn't enjoy that last half of the year. It just all, it was just frustrating and infuriating. And every time I looked at my stick, I'm like, why am I doing this? It's, it's not like, is it even fun anymore? Um, and I remember, I can't remember if Nick, if it was you or if it was Zach, it might've been Zach, but I just remember somebody telling me about the podcast and like this again why i don't want to do i'm already doing all this other stuff why am i i don't want to listen to or do something one other thing and i just remember getting to a point where it was like well why not like you're still angry and frustrated with everything like just how about you let go of something for a minute and just try it um and so i started listening and like i'd start listening and i was like i'd go i'd go work out and had my have it playing on my headphones and it would just kind of slowly started i could say you could say like chipping away at me mm-hmm. like oh this is like exactly how i'm feeling right now like this or this is hitting exactly what is going on in my life like i've played lacrosse since the fifth grade and i have always struggled with i guess you could say like the mental aspect of lacrosse because I've only ever played for myself. Mm. Um, where, like, it kind of, just as I continued to watch, or watch, listen, um, I, I, would, I would always go down, and I live right by the canal, so I'd go run mm-hmm. down, down by the water. And I just remember, like, stopping and looking at the water, listening. Um, I th- I'm pretty sure it was the selfish, selflessness for selfish um, episode. And I... I'm pretty positive not positive I know I started crying right mm-hmm. there um, I was I was done at that moment um, mm-hmm. just because I knew at that moment that I had never played for anybody other than myself mm-hmm. and I'm gonna cry right now probably talking about it mm-hmm. um, and I know it's something I still struggle with but it's definitely been mm-hmm. just a big impact on my life I knew this was gonna happen let's go let's go Praise God, man. <clears throat> yeah, so I want to, I guess, a couple of things you said stuck out to me, Noah. When you say you were playing wall ball and you were looking at your stick and you're saying, why? Why do I do this? What What was it? Were you better with yourself? Were you better at the game of lacrosse or sports in general? What was going on there when that happened? I think I was... I was more bitter with myself because for the longest time I would have these very unrealistic expectations for myself in the game Um, because I like to think that I'm a very good goalie and that I am not going to get scored on, but in the game of lacrosse, it is (laughs) very easy (laughs) to get scored on. and so, like, I would have these just these unrealistic expectations for myself. So then, when I didn't meet them, then I would become just irritated and frustrated, and it would just be like a snowball effect where it would go downhill fast. And like, then I would I wouldn't play to the level that I wanted to play at because I was, mm-hmm. or that I knew I could play at because it wasn't playing for god's glory it was just playing for my glory because i knew i could do this or i thought i could do this but i wasn't achieving that goal i think it was just a, a big like it was bitterness within myself 
towards, I guess, lacrosse and towards just the goals that I wanted to have for myself. Because um, I think we're, I think we're promised a lot from sport, like that if you excel, like thing, like when things go well for you in sport, it will like we're sold this bill of goods that it will satisfy. Like if I could only win this championship, if I could only make that team, if I could only play at this level, you know what I mean? Like when you like when you arrive, it was kind of I dealt with a lot of the same disappointment and expectations and all that stuff because I think sport promises the world promises a lot from sport and then you get there and you're like oh okay I feel the same <laughs> I mean it's like after national championships I, I think um, it was maybe the director of New Jersey a- athletes in action in New Jersey or at Rutgers or something posted something after Georgia won the national championship about like hey pray for these guys because they're going to realize today something that they've worked for forever they're going to wake up today the day after the national championship and they're going to ask the same I think tag talked about this on the last on the last episode was like waking up tom brady the day after winning three super bowls and two mvps and just being like there's got to be more and then that compiled with when you're not living up to all the expectations so not only does success not satisfy as you pursue it but failure feels even worse or not living up to your own expectations or not living up to the expectations of people that you're projecting people that are projecting onto you does that make sense yeah Yeah. and I probably said that really weird for those (laughs) of you who keep listening I apologize but at least you guys understand here in the room what I'm trying to say yeah I am um, I'm grateful that you shared what you shared Noah because what you say you deal with expect you dealt with expectations for yourself and i'm sure you deal with on some extent still because it's not like a switch we we walk through this but the really unrealistic expectations and i'm glad that you shared that because i've tried to allude to it a couple times when we talk but when i coach high school athletes i see that Mm. so much in the top four or five players on our team most of the time two or three of them have that same exact attitude yeah. and it is sometimes and the worst thing is sometimes it's celebrated as a drive for success like that hard work yeah. grit and there is a hard work and a grit that's good and healthy and i think that's we talk about that like god has called us to lay it all out like we give yeah. he love we love because he first loved us he gave a hundred percent for us mm-hmm. so we're going to give it back in return but it's taking the weight of the result. I think yeah. that's the big thing. We talk about um, process over results. Mm-hmm. We do this thing God's way, and the results are in his hands. It's taking the weight mm-hmm. of the result off of your shoulders, where I'm just here to give everything I have mm-hmm. and whatever you know, whatever results, results. Yeah. Um, and I'm just really, I just want to say I'm really grateful that you shared that because I see at people that have are gifted athletically and especially people that have that drive, mm-hmm. a, a, I think an originally healthy drive to do something with themselves mm-hmm. and to to better themselves, the enemy can very easily use that as a trap and as almost like um, not a handicap, but you are trapped with your own frustrations and disappointment. And I never, I rarely saw those players enjoying sport like enjoying it the way god had created and not that every moment 
you're we're smiling from ear to ear every moment we're on the field or on the court but it's yeah. like there is a unless you're heinz ward <laughs> heinz ward was known for that he just he never wore a mouthpiece and every mm-hmm. picture you see of heinz ward He's like running down the field or like getting yeah. hit with this huge grin on his face. Yeah. We all can't be Heinz Ward. Yeah. But like there is a joy in competition that we can have through yeah. the ups and the downs. And I, I think there's a lot of people who are gifted athletes that have the same struggle that, that you you had, you, you were walking through. So I'm, I just want to say I'm really thankful yeah, they get, that you shared that. They get crushed by, and I, I don't know, I don't want to read into what you're saying, Noah, but they get crushed under the expect, like... They get crushed under the weight of the expectation of who they will be, and and how they will do. Yeah, and it like it, I can say from experience that it was it was sucking the joy out of playing the game hmm. from me, because I would just want to be successful personally, and mm-hmm. it was taking away all the reasons for why I was even playing. Um, or why I even started, you can even see it, even go down to like even started playing lacrosse. And I started playing it because it was fun and I enjoyed the game. Yeah. That's um, why we all, that's why we all start playing sport because it starts with play. You play because mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah. You, you play with your friends and I mean, think, yeah, you just play because it's fun. I mean, yeah. I think back to playing stickball, tennis, baseball, like all made up games. We, we played them as neighborhood kids. It was fun and we, rarely kept score or yeah all that stuff um but i just i, I know for just the the whole podcast i've it has been a, a huge benefit to me just because kind of like like a like an onion like peeling away the different layers of i guess you say like my heart like of why i even play lacrosse because it's not for me it's not it's it's all for his glory yeah, so how, how has that how has that changed or is changing? So that that kind of happened as you're preparing for the fall season, right? Yes. Or during yeah. I was getting going into um the the fall season of what, twenty twenty one? Yeah. And you had we're in a weird circumstance where you are student teaching, so Correct. you're not able to go to practice all the time, you're showing up my, for scrimmages. My body really felt great, I will tell you that. Well yeah, because you're was not, at, I was at practice seven times total yeah because you're not getting <laughs> things thrown at you you weirdo that's why your body that's yeah. why your body feels great you don't have yeah. band-aids on your thumb but from getting yeah. them bust open but so as you like kind of started to engage back in fall ball and now through practice i mean have you seen any difference of especially like in that selflessness versus selfishness how is that how's um, that playing out for you now at practice yeah so because my fall ball, I had to complete my student teaching in order to graduate. So I wasn't at practice, but I was able to, like, I was continuing to listen to the podcast. And, like, fall ball is meant kind of for, it, it's your off season to get better and to train, um, which I didn't really get. But, like, I, I felt better personally and training not necessarily like my body, but my, my heart was in a better place mm-hmm. at the end of fall ball than it was in any previous year. Like I was more, I had just a, a better outlook on why, why, I'm, why I'm here, why I'm playing mm-hmm. and just everything going on. And just, I was in a better headspace because I knew that it's not about me and it's just, it's all, I'm, I'm, I'm literally here to play, to give God the glory. Mm-hmm with whether it's lacrosse whether it was teaching or whatever um so i was in a much better 
just I was more positive about playing and coming back. Mm-hmm. So then when I got to practice in January, I I had just a better or I had no expectations mm-hmm. for like what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um like it, it's it's the the only reason I, I just want to play, I want to have fun and I want to glorify God f- with the abilities that he's given me. Um Amen. and this is the first year like I mean this is the fifth year of the program and I have been pretty much the only goalie for four years. Mm-hmm. And this is the first year that we're ha- like I, I'm gonna have competition. And I mean it's so this was this it was just a different situation for me. And it was like okay. If I play great, if I don't, great, because I can glorify God from the sideline, mm. on the field. It doesn't matter what's happening. Like I don't need to be playing to give Him the glory. Um, it'd be great to play, but like it's not. Like I want to play, but it's not. It's not <laughs> yeah. my. It's not my plan. It's His. Yeah. So, it, it was. It was even more beneficial to me, mm. um, just spiritually, because I was able to know that He's in control, and no matter what happens, that. It really took like I don't want to say take away because I still struggle with selfishness, but it really mm-hmm. like opened my eyes to how selfish I I am and mm-hmm. what I was, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. What were so when you say you approached differently? Um, I like to know. Talked a lot. I hear you talk about some about selfishness, about playing for God's glory. What are some of those things that you feel like you've learned, like specific? Uh, topics or scriptures or things that you feel like you have taken away that have equipped you to approach this season with a, with a fresh mind, fresh heart. Um, so actually, something that my church has been going over, which is something that we've been reading with the FCA, is the, the Sermon on the Mount, which... Something that's kind of been really beneficial for me. Um, we just started going through Matthew chapter six, and we did the the anxious is like verse twenty five through thirty four, and it's just talking about anxiousness. And the main focus that we went over for that was uh, it was one of the it was a quote. I'm, I'm probably gonna butcher it. But it was a quote that our pastor talked about that he read in another book. Um, so <laughs> it's weird, but it, it really kind of just like, huh? This is this is interesting. Because what has our desires has our focus, and what has our focus enslaves our will. Mm. And that was like, okay, so what has my desire and my focus? And my foc is my focus playing for myself? And that and that selfishness inside of me, or is it playing to glorify God? And like what, like what is the re? Like that really kind of been, I guess, just been something that gave me a, a I guess you could say, some tangible thought or or idea to think on. Like, okay, what has my focus? What direction is my heart being pointed towards right now? Um, I remember it was it's been a while but it was some fca thing that i remember you talking about and it was i think it was i think it was at the mac at the the college conference and our heart is is our compass and where's my compass where's my heart pointed towards is it pointed towards god or is it pointed towards something else like of this world or even just pointing inward at myself um and so that that that's just something that's been on my mind, I guess a lot. Uh, something that's helped keep me focused, 
focused on, okay, like, yep, the season's going to be different, you know? You could play, you could not play. You could, it doesn't matter. But, like, what has your focus? Why are you doing this? Um, but So that's just been something that's been keeping me engaged in, with just my thought process of glorifying God uh, through all of this. Uh, I mean, Sermon on Mount's just, it's a fantastic fantastic thing to read it's almost worth memorizing it is almost worth <laughs> worth memorizing <laughs> it is yeah, so, we're in our, so Noah and I are in a Friday group together and we're just launching out memorizing Noah actually last time we tried to do it did a really great job and then I got about the rest halfway of our, the rest of us got lazy but that's the goal we're trying to memorize the Sermon on the Mount yeah. which so you were talking about focus I can't help but think about focal points something we've talked about on here a bunch so no I I, I don't know if you've done this or not and, but are you familiar with focal the focal point concept might have uh, talked about it a little later I don't now, think so the whole idea of like trying to find something in your environment in your playing environment I mean again this is competing biblically but it really could be living biblically maybe it's something in your home and so the whole selflessness versus selfishness thing, uh, as I jokingly said, that this has a lot to do with marriage. Um, it does. <laughs> like I, I, people told me coming into marriage, like, oh, you're going to realize how selfish you are, and they weren't wrong. And then people told me, oh, just wait till you have kids. They weren't wrong. <laughs> Great uh, revealers. But the things in your the focal point is something in, in your environment that reminds you of of the Lord. That reminds you, kind of put it back. If you're losing your way or struggling, something that, like we've talked about, our breath, like our breath mimics the name of Yahweh, or maybe if there's a cross somewhere on the field or in the bleachers or whatever, yeah, whatever that is, or yeah, cross taped on your helmet, whatever that is, something that you can visually see that will draw you back and allow you to give yourself back over to the Spirit. That it's not me who lives, but Christ who lives through me. I can't do this on my own. I need power, and that's what you. I think that's what you came to. Is I need power from the outside. Yeah. I've been trying to do it Noah's way, and I can't do it. I've been trying to do it Nick's way, and it doesn't work. Never works that um, way. So yeah, just maybe that's just a coaching point here. But man, focal points are super helpful. And now that I'm saying that, I probably need to find focal points around my house as kids are frustrating me and. <laughs> dishes or chores or whatever where I can focus and remind myself like oh no that's right I don't live for myself I live because and from and for the glory of the Lord that's it's been a, a huge just blessing in my life the past several months um because I, I just like growing up I've grown up going to church um and I can honestly say that sports has been the one thing that I'm always tried to control and I've never let go and given mm. given to God. Um, it's been the one thing I know that like I like nope, this is my thing. Yeah, and it's not. I mean, yeah. not even close. Praise God, man. So I'm yeah. just excited. That's that's only something the Spirit can do. So I know yeah. we've talked a lot about the podcast. I just want to pause for a second. Yes, and please like, disclaim. This is this is definitely it's the Spirit, man. Like. It, I mean, the Lord could have used anything. I uh, We're humbled that he used the podcast, but it's about him, man. The Spirit met you out there and said, hey, Noah, like he wants to invite you into his abundant life, and he counted it worthy enough to say, hey, you're being selfish. Hey, that thing mm-hmm. you've been, that sports thing you've been holding on to, it's time. It's time for me to have it. So praise God. Glory to God for that. That's God, he is so good. Amen. So I just want to give, and, give the Lord glory there because he deserves it. Yeah, and you are by far 
not the only one who deals i mean you're not the only one in this room right now amen yeah you're, like you're in good company of sinners. like we talk about living our our lives for the lord but holding on to our sport oh my goodness how many of us do that believers and and we i mean we talk about really applying scripture to sport and there's believers when you really get down to the nitty-gritty of the of how scripture really integrates with sport and people want to distance themselves because we do we hold on yeah. um and that's it seems natural to compartmentalize those things and hold on to to what we see as ours and i think you're right and i like that you brought along the idea of control because i think we've talked about sport <clears throat> for status and recognition and comfort and pleasure mm-hmm. but there's a control like i know that's one reason why i I played soccer is because on the field, especially the position I tended to be, I was center back, the last person on the field, and the play had to go through me mm. in order for anything to happen. And I felt the majority of the time in control. And like, mm. this is my, I can dictate what happens here. Um, so that absolutely is a is a temptation and, a, and an idol in the way that we can use sport. Noah, what are you looking forward to this season to do differently. Was there anything you're looking forward to specifically this season with a new, now that you have a new mind and you come approach it with a whole heart and a new mind and a strong will and a great passion? Um, I think one thing right off the top of my head that I can think of is just leaving the program almost better than I found it and like helping my teammates and like other captains that I've kind of helped bring in like uh, cause like they aren't Christians but I want to leave them with like the materials and the under like almost like the framework of what a Christian life would be and mm. that that would be implemented with our program um, cause like majority of our team isn't Christian in any way um, Zach and I are the only only two so like, I, but I want to leave the team with a, just a a, a, like almost like a system or a framework but that that's that points back to god like this is what a relationship with god looks like mm-hmm. so that it's they're they're already almost living in a way that's and in, in a in a framework that's that's pointed towards glorifying god mm. even though they aren't christians yet and even though they they may not yeah. know or even if they we like because you know, Zach, Zach and I are trying to figure out what to do with FCA and how we're going to implement it, but like we want to, I want to put a system or a framework in that helps, kind of point to him, yeah. Regardless, but like playing wise, like I'm just excited to be, um, I'm excited to be back out there after not having a fall ball really, but I'm and I'm excited to. It, it sounds weird to say, it, and I don't know even know if this is the right way to say it, but like it, it's like it. God giving me another chance to to play for Him. Like mm. He's given me this op- this this last year or fifth year opportunity to play, and it's like okay, like I, I thank you for letting me like giving me one more chance, almost to do it the right way. But that sounds weird to say it. I don't know if that's the correct way to say it, but like it's it's just a, it's a blessing to be able to play again. But now I'm doing it with the right mindset and the with Him working like working in me and for His glory, and it's not. It, just with the understanding and the knowledge that like it's not about me it's for him and I'm, I'm excited just to be able to I guess do it one more time I think it's funny how you talk about you were holding on to it and I think it's funny how 
when we let go of things, it's when we're willing to let go that God can give them back to us, mm-hmm. but in a new, almost like with its original, like our sport, take anything, but sport, the enemy has, like the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So like he has taken sport, what it can be, what God has designed, what can God can design it to be, and he's corrupted it, he's perverted it, and it can work for our destruction yeah. instead of being this great avenue and vehicle for God to shape us and to use us. And so I think it's great how, like, again, it's a picture of when you're willing to let something go, God can give it back to you in a fuller and better way. Um, and then, like, I've, we mentioned this verse earlier again this morning, Nick, we were meeting with someone. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But but Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. So we want to hold on to this old thing, and Jesus wants us to let go of it so he can give us something that's full to the whole. Yeah, and that's the that's the pattern of the gospel. Like creation, yeah. fall, mm. redemption, which is that moment where you are playing wall ball, confronted by the Lord, brings you to tears, and now you get to experience recreation or, yeah. or kind of new creation in, in a in a shadow form. I mean, obviously, you're going to sin and there's going to be mistakes and you're going to have to repent. But that's what you get to walk in is this newness of life. You get to walk in this abundant life of having your eyes open to, I don't know, harboring it, keeping it in a selfish zone and now free from selfishness to live to selflessness. Yeah. And to make like some things we've been talking about practical, that's what the foundation is about. Yeah. So whole heart, we need to commit to God's way with a whole heart, give up, lay down our way, yeah. take up God's way with a whole heart. Then the new mind piece, and I mean, you talked about this, Noah, how then your mind starts to get transformed in these ways. A strong will. So we're going to go, you've, I know you've already faced things like this, and there's going to be opportunities for all of us, like, and as you go back this season, to go back to the old way. Yeah. or to pick up old habits. There's a strong will that says, no, I've decided to do things this way. Mm-hmm. And we've already seen this. This was evident with Pancake's testimony back when I think it was episode 25. Yeah. Cam and Tag have shared about this. Um, I think Ben shared about it as well. Is is There is more of a great passion. Mm-hmm. There's more of a passion. There's more of an enjoyment. There's a yeah. fuller experience. So that's how that tangibly and in in testimonies, what we heard, how that foundation plays out, the whole heart, new mind, strong will, and great passion. But I want to close with this. We've given each person this opportunity that we've interviewed the past couple of weeks. If, uh, give you like a minute, and if you wanted to share anything with high school athletes, college athletes, any of those in the sports world, what would you have to say to maybe any of those athletes, maybe ones that were where you're at, you where you were at, kind of stuck in a rut in their sport? To someone that is like stuck in a rut in their sport, I would definitely, definitely say you need to have someone that you can talk to about it. Um, someone that you can let is walking in faith with you. Um, like so, for me, like that person, Zach Pancake. Um, like if I need if I need to talk to somebody, like he's the guy I'm gonna go talk to. Also, oh, it was a lot of just self reflection of trying to see like okay, like what have I been doing that is not pleasing to god because it was i i i've always like self-reflected like from a game like watching game film but i've never self-reflected i think truly on my own heart like where's my intentions with this like what's my focus because 
none of this is like it's it's not what I can get out of it. It's it's all for God's glory. So it's what can I do for you through it, um, with the abilities, with this whatever situation you're in. So definitely those two things I would say is have somebody to talk with that you are comfortable and just open with about your faith um, that is like walking the same line with you. And then also just uh, reflect on yourself, on your own heart and where your intentions are. Well, no, I'm glad you brought up community has been a theme throughout these past, I guess, three now with you. Absolutely. uh, Episodes. So I, I think one with the community piece we're launching that new uh, call March 7th. We'd love for you to be a part. That's a place where you can kind of bounce some ideas off of people, build some relationships. Um, and then as you look for those relationships locally and in person, but for now, like-minded people who are walking this journey with you, we'd love Noah for you and for you guys listening to join us on March on March 7th at 830 p.m. for the competing biblically call Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a great opportunity to to be in community even though it's virtual on zoom it's a great place to start as you find folks locally and then the other thing is came up last episode was the same thing as those heart reflection we've talked a lot more than more so than i even thought we've talked about on these first three interviews a lot of the um, core idol stuff. Yep. So be on the lookout for some tools that we're going to put out there or references to tools uh, that already exist to help you kind of navigate your heart and ask those heart questions and deal with your intentions and allow the Lord and not even us examining ourselves. Cause I think we can be overly critical and mm-hmm. the enemy can get in there, but m- more allowing the Lord to reveal to us what he needs to reveal to, to us in the time that he needed to, just like you with selfishness and all that stuff. So, yeah, connect with us. We look forward to Amen. getting these calls rolling. We'd love for you to be a part and love to share some tools with you on the competing biblically calls. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for being with us, Noah. It was um enjoyed sitting down and talking. Thank you for being just open and sharing your experience. I think there's definitely some people who are going to, to receive a lot of it. And I'm grateful for the encouragement you gave to everyone and to us. I mean, it's encouraging to hear God's done things in us, but it's always encouraging to hear God doing things Mm -hmm. in others as well and see that he's doing something. So we will talk to you guys next time. We will have our last guests for the month of February next time. So we'd love to have you back to hear from someone I might be a little biased towards and you might find out then, but um, we'll see you guys next time. Ogres are like onions. (laughs) 